Ooh, give me some more flavor. It's the Untitled Podcast. It's a lot of big dogs out here. Mm-hmm. Talk that talk, George. It's a lot of big dogs out here. And some people just can't be stopped. Some people just can't be broken. They're forced to be reckoned with. Goodbye. Because everything that tried to demolish them, everything that tried to destroy them, they grabbed it by the tail and cut the head of the snake. Cut the head of the snake. They got rid of the brain behind the operation. Listen to me. They got rid of the brains behind the operation. That's why you can throw them to the wolf and they'll come back leading the pack. Leading the pack without a stain on them. I told you, when you build different, you receive different. When you build different, you lead different. Go ahead and give them their flowers now. Inside, just like every time. What's happening? What's popping? You already know the vibes, man. Welcome, welcome to the Untitled Podcast. Favorite podcast, favorite podcast, aka Great Show on Earth, man. You already know the voice, you already know the vibes. I am your host, Boo, man. I'm here with a, 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 a original member of the rotating host clicks, uh, <laughs> all that shit, man. The OG to the podcast for sure, man. I got my guy, Big Lock, in the building. Hey, yo, what's going on, brother? What's happening, brother? What's happening? How you feeling? And I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. Lots of happens since I've been yeah, on man. here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's been it's been yeah, it's been a ooh. Yeah. A lot Yeah Now that you think about it Yeah Yeah Nah for sure For sure man it's it's Over like, a year ago Damn Cause I was at the other uh, I was at the other that's spot right. That's right And I'm coming up on my lease now Oh yeah So yeah mm-hmm. yeah Damn Damn yeah. Boy time fly boy For sure yeah. Shit yeah Ooh, Shit man This was good What you man was going on Man uh, A lot You yeah. know what I'm saying As far as work You know Dealing with that hall shit Different Oh man like different. I don't know if I remember a time like this. I mean, I ain't a, a you know a historian or nothing, but I ain't. It, it, if you ask them old heads like that, yeah. like it happens, but it doesn't happen for as long as it's been happening. Yeah, and like I'm the second lowest card in there, so right. it if it really only it's really only affecting my card and the card behind us. Got gotcha. you. Know what I'm gotcha. saying everybody else they still going to work the same amount. They are not doing the same jobs that they used to do, but they still mm-hmm. going to work the same. You know what I'm saying? It's so, but when cats in front of us is getting in the trucks, they taking our jobs. Yeah. We not getting in the trucks as much. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going from 
60, 70 hours a week working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To 25, 30. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, like, it's a trickle-down effect in your whole life. Yeah. You know, so you could save you could save all the money in the world, but if it's still more money going out than coming in, it affects you mentally. Yeah. It does. It just does. And it's different because, you know what I mean, you could budget for it, right? You could budget for it. You could set you, you could live below your means. You could do all them things, but it's still a difference, like, when the shit just stops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can live below your means, but when it stops... Yeah, you know when it's saying? when it's nothing coming in, it it it, it sounds easy in concept. It's like, yeah. yeah, just cut back on your expenses. Like everything <laughs> around me it has gotten used to me making twenty five hundred dollars a week. Right, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah, and none of that none of that expectation stops. Right, and you when you when that's cut in half. Right, so now you're making you know saying twelve thirteen hundred a week. Right, which in the grand scheme, grand scheme to a lot of people, that's like shit. I'm trying to make twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a week. Right. True, I understand what you're saying. Right. But my life has become accustomed to, it. and it's not necessarily my life. The people in my life yeah. has become accustomed to it. It's, yeah, it's kind of like when they talk about like them athletes. Now it's, it's a different scale, but like when you got somebody who who's a, a professional athlete, whatever, and they're making a certain amount of money, and then they go broke, and you're like, how the hell, how, how do you went broke? Mm-hmm. It's after they retire, right? Few they all say few after they retire is when everything kind of dry up, exactly and because they didn't plan and didn't have investments and anything to kind of generate that same type of revenue or anything close to it, right? Because again, you you bump to some situations where again your life has been cer- sent to a, a certain level, so it's hard to go back. I mean, just in just in not hard to go back mentally or you know on a, a materialistic type thing, just. If I have a certain type of vehicle, I live in a certain type of house, or I, you know what I mean, or things I, things like know, that. Yeah, exactly. my internet service, my cable, like, all of these things that I'm used to having, you know what I mean. I got some, some I can't cut off. Yeah, and then it's you. Like I said, I keep going back to like the people around me right. have gotten accustomed to it. My my child. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The my parents. Yeah, the women that I date, my family. They have become accustomed to me treating them a certain way. Right. Or, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. My mm-hmm. son, now, he just went on his eighth grade trip. Right? Okay. And he's used to just being like, yo, can we go to the mall? Yeah. Like, it, simple stuff. Yeah. And now it's like, yo, we can go, but we can't go crazy. Like, right. we've gone the past couple of times. And he's looking at me like, I'm crazy. Like, what's going on? Right, like, right. And I'm like, I know you don't understand, but yeah. this this ain't six months ago. Yeah, you know, and just little little things like that kind of affect you. Because I was talking to my pops, and he was like, "You you you fucked around and become reliable, right? So now yeah. yep. you're relied upon. It's yeah. like that's a perk of being a man." I was yeah. like, "All right, I yeah. get it." But even and I keep going back to even if you save, even if you invest, like I save fifteen percent of every check right. that I get. Mm-hmm. That's three hundred dollars every week, right? But after six months, you know what I'm saying, of none of that shit coming back, right? It's like, damn, I'm right back where I started. Exactly. I, it, I literally feel like this was when I first got on the pod and I was talking about coming out of my struggle phase. Yeah, that's the amount of money that I'm making now. Yeah, yeah, and which is cool. Like I'm not broke, right? But Lord, yeah, and, and it's, it's like all the things you realize as an adult and you start making money and. and Understand in certain situations, like 
you know, when you was a kid, you say you was broke because you had no money. Yeah. Like, I don't have any. I'm broke. I yeah. got zero dollars in my pocket. I might got a quarter. You know, I ain't got no bread. And then you start getting older and you say, I'm broke. But are you broke, broke? No. Like, yeah. of course I don't have. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's money. Yeah. And you start understanding levels of broke. Like, you know what I mean? My broke and Bill Gates broke are two different things. If yeah. Bill Gates had my money, he'd kill himself. A fact You know what I'm saying But it may be a cat I see walking down the street And if I had their money I'd kill my You know what I mean yeah. like When I kill myself But you know what I mean I'd be sick You know what I'm saying So just different levels Of, of what it is When you start realizing These tiers And how things operate and, and all that shit Gives you a broader scope You know what I mean Of just how this shit Really is You know what I mean I, And just adjusting. A lot of niggas they, they get broke And destitute Confused yeah. Destitute is what A lot of niggas Consider broke Broke is just like destitute is just not having any money. Yeah, yeah. Broke is like I don't have a lot of money after I take care of my bills. Right, right. Like I can eat, I got my place, you know, lights on, all kind of stuff like that. Right. But I can't live beyond that. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's broke. Destitute yeah. is I'm trying to I'm putting money together. I'm calling like, yo, can I hold fifty, seven, yeah. so and so so. That's destitute. I ain't nowhere near that. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I would like this shit need to end. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm yeah. sick of other stuff that I'm supposed to be using to invest. I'm yeah. pulling that in so I can since go on trips and all kind of stuff like yeah. that. So it's yeah. just get over with that. And yeah. then, you know, the other shit going on with it, right. the yeah. news. Yeah. I mean, shit, I could talk about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. So now we're about to totally shift gear. Yeah, we good. Tell the story. Yeah. So I, Obviously, I've been big on therapy the whole time that I right. come here. Absolutely. So, my old therapist, she moved. Okay. She she moved to uh, Houston, and she recommended the lady that I go to now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I started going to her in October. So I was working with her for about five sessions, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And we were sitting there, and she was just, she like, I don't know, like you could see it on her face. She had like an aha moment. Yeah. Like a light bulb went off. And she was like, "Can you humor me?" Like what? <laughs> and so you know, when somebody says some shit like that, you look at them like they're crazy, right? And she was like, "Would you mind going to get tested for autism?" I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm. And so I did it. Yeah, I went to Atlanta, some little shop in Brookhaven. Uh, they give you it's the test in two parts. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a written test. They ask you a bunch of questions, and then it's kind of like a, a a interview, right, right, or whatever. And they just ask you. Random stuff. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's to like gauge your response or anything like that. Yeah. But they, it was just stupid, random, open-ended questions. Yeah. It was like, um, how do you feel about children? And I was like, having children? Yeah. And they were like, maybe like it, it yeah. shit like that. Just kind of, yeah. Yeah. And so they, they want you to, uh, just be yourself and answer the question. So long story less long, I'm autistic. Okay. And it is, at first, I was kind of sad, but now that I've like right. dived into it, it's a yeah. relief. Yeah, honestly, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Finding that, finding I mean, something like that out. I remember when you called and told me you sounded relieved. Like you sounded like you had to reach the point where like, are right, you kind of like, yeah, coming to peace with it a little bit? And yeah, yeah, because you know, there's the um, the autism that you see like on TV, the extremely aut- right, like uh, I, what they say I have is mild, right, right, and. My, I have a cousin who is the like the one you, autist that you see on TV. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? And I'm like, what? I'm not that. So right. I'm not autistic. That just shows my ignorance. Yeah. But when you start understanding everything that comes with it, yeah. it explains 
everything yeah. and why I struggled with like people socially yeah and uh the organization I have in my life all kind of it explains everything right and it in that aspect it is a relief right so how uh, how common is that I mean you you in your early 30s uh mid 30s how common is that to find autism in in the age you know I mean kind it, of in an advanced age a for, little from what I understand is a, there's a lot of us, especially black men that are right. undiagnosed autistic. Yeah, of course, of course. It, and that is simply because we don't have the resources or we're ignorant to the thought process. Right. So a lot of niggas that be like lashing out out of nowhere or things like that. The, the nigga you talk to might be autistic. Yeah, yeah. And they say it's a smaller percentage, but that's only the niggas that are diagnosed. Right. If everybody went to therapy... And yeah. had a good therapist like I do, right? It'd be a whole lot more. Yeah. I, I, at least I think so. And even then, that boils down to resources. And it's, it's That's you a know fact. what I mean? Yeah, because if I didn't work at the hall, I wouldn't be going. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's and it's why because you, we're black men. Like we hear a lot of things about us, right? What we do, what we don't do, more of what we don't do, you know, than anything. And then when you get stories like that, you know, you you're talking about being autistic and not even knowing for all of these years. Like we're looking at you as an adult. But opportunities that may have been missed out on as a kid just because of that, mm -hmm. you know, things you might have dealt with as a kid, you know, what I mean, situations you got put in that weren't you know, necessarily advantageous for you, you know, what I mean, that maybe if they knew they could kind of, you know, shift a little bit and make it to where you on the even playing field. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's you know, what I mean, it's just it's different, you know, so but again, like you said, just number one resources. You know what I mean? For us aren't there. And then two, you know, just the the thought process of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You tell me I'm autistic. Because you uh I was having a conversation obviously with my father about it. Mm -hmm. And um he I remember having a conversation with him one time and he was like he he didn't understand me because my teachers would say I was highly intelligent, mm -hmm. but I just would not stay on task and then uh, it didn't interest me. Yeah. Not in the AD, ADD type of way. It's yeah. just that this doesn't, I don't care about this. Right. And he never could understand it. And he said, now looking back on it, if I would have known what I was looking at, we could have handled it. And he was like on borderline on tears. Yeah. Because of his own ignorance. Right. You know, for I, I had to talk my own father off the ledge talking yeah. about how he uh felt like he, in part failed me because of that. Yeah. And, you know, being a father myself, that really hurt because right. it's like, you can only do the best with what you got, what you know. He right. didn't come up knowing anything about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember the first thing I said, the first thing he said to me on the phone when I told him, he was like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing like yeah. he was, he, yeah. it, instantly he was scared. Yeah. You know? And I was like, no, I'm not calling to tell you that there's something wrong. Right. You know, I'm just, you know, this is, this is what's what it is. Yeah, just, yeah. So this explains a whole lot of the the conflicts that he and I had personally yeah, right. as well. Yeah, you know, growing up because he and I used to bump heads when I was you know adolescent. Yeah, even more than the average. Yeah, yeah. And that was because he just didn't understand the you know understand me. And looking back on it, it makes sense. But yeah. not, at the time, it's like yo, I I hate this nigga. Yeah, like yeah. he just gets on my nerves. Like everything I do just doesn't make sense to him. Right, right. And it make makes you feel stupid. Yeah. At the at the time, but now it's like, oh, that's what we were going through. Yeah. So, and it's and is when we talk about them generational things, you know what I mean? Is that's when that gets highlighted because you look at it like you know what I mean? Your pops, 
You know what I mean? He didn't grow up with that even being anything remotely. And that's just yeah. one generation above you. Yep. So then you think about when he was getting raised by, you know what I mean, yep. his pops. You know I, would, I couldn't even imagine what my grandfather would have said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you think about his pops. Shit, he, you know, mm-hmm. they just coming out of, you know what I mean, of, 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 of slavery. Yeah, slavery. Yeah. yeah, slick slavery. You know what I mean? They probably, you know, depending on the age and when they were born, they probably at some point were slaves or. Yeah, or, growing or, up in the yeah, South, they might have still been. Or directly affected by it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when you look at it that way and how close those things run, and then you think about our generation. You know what I mean? I always say, like, our generation is kind of, I hate that whole, the, the woke word, but I do say, I do think our generation is kind of a more of a enlightened generation. Yeah, that's, in a, sense. Be, that's um, a better word. And, and we're, we're more kinda, privy to information. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we, we take advantage of the information. I think that we're we're still, uh, we're, we're, it's literally like, um, and it's why I like that J. Cole song, Middle Child, so much, because we're literally the middle child. Yeah, right? we had like, this conversation. Yeah, we yeah, have, yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we still deal with, all the shit our parents dealt with, right? Like we the things from their childhood that they dealt with, we deal with a lot of it. You know what I mean? That's a fact. You know what I mean? We grew up in the lack of information age and we transitioned into the information yeah. age, right? It was and a slick, tidal wave. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And slick built it. We adapted well to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to, you know, our parents who who struggle with a lot of stuff. Now this next generation are the ones that, you know what I mean, are gonna have to really kind of be Reeled in a little bit in dealing with these kind of things because we've never dealt with a generation who's had that much information. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think I look at a lot of different things um, that just happened, you know what I mean, from, you know, the suicidal things, school shootings, like all these things. And they used to be so uncommon. And I don't think it was because the thought process wasn't there. It was just the thought process was fleeting. It's like, you know, you want to do X, Y, and Z. Man, I can't do that. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It, it, it doesn't seem like a possibility. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And you know what I mean? Until you see it. Yeah. And then it's like, I can do that. Yep. And I think, you know what I mean? To yeah, like, like, that's a crazy thought process though. Yeah. You see another nigga shooting up a school, be like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Nah, other niggas have done it. Yeah, absolutely. And to, yeah, and to bring it full circle. But that know? does make sense though, because you, you think about, uh, Put it in a put a positive spin on it. You see a nigga, a young nigga is a millionaire, and that's exactly I, where I was going I, with. Yeah, like, I could do that. And that's exactly where I was taking it. You know what I mean? You know, so then you also see all this entrepreneurship going on. You say, well, damn, they doing it. Yeah, I could do it. All exactly. this part of these podcasts, probably. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they doing it. Exactly. I can do it. Give me a mic. Give me a set of headphones. Give me something recording yep. too. Damn, I got a podcast. And that's why they telling niggas to shut up on podcasts. Yeah, man. they are, man. They are. Yo, my text me. Shout out to my my text me every week and tells me that he appreciates this podcast. And he also says that he get. He said it on this podcast. Yeah, he like, man. Really, the issue is that y'all listen to the bullshit, and that's why y'all want niggas to stop doing podcasts. Yeah. like, no, y'all listen to the bullshit podcasts. Yeah. And those, you know what I mean? Those need to stop. I got a beef with you too, though. Talk to me. I had, I, you always have me on after mod, and I got to I gotta, uh, come on after uh, Chris Tucker and all that shit. The, I feel the, like, the B, the B act got to come on right after. I should go first. I feel And like then you should bring in mod. I think That's the way I feel. I, I think there was a time where that was valid. But I think that I've been trying to get you on way, way, way <laughs> before. Like it's been multiple times. So you can't say it. You just happen to want to come follow my day. Hear me out. Like Hear you me came out. And I understand you was busy. I get it. I'm only responding to what you said just then, which I brought you on after my. I just want to highlight the fact that that's not true. I'm just saying. Yeah. Ain't no, nobody else is going to know other than when they're scrolling down the list of the yeah. episodes, yeah. they're going to see my. And then a few episodes later, they go see me. That's happened twice now. It has. That's so all has. I'm saying. So 
All I'm saying. Yes, I just want to let. I just want to set the, the the foundation of that. I I hit you up before my yeah, and it you know so you just gotta. I'm just saying you gotta put the B team on first. I mean, now I'm the follow up act. They were like this. They he brought this nigga after my. I mean, or my could have been like the opening act. But he's not though. That's, who the, who that's, comes, that's who, the whole point who, that who I'm comes making. On, who comes on last? The the the, the main headliner. event. That's my point. It's all right. The, no, you, you're we're making the same point, but we have different. That's because you know I'm, I'm here to motivate you. G. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm a realist. I'm here to motivate I'm a you. You, you, I understand you put in my head. I'm saying that my guy, <laughs> that mod is opening. <laughs> Mago, cuss me out. Too. I'm about to say, Mine's nah. See, Mod, I'm giving, you your, G. giving you your flowers, G. My boy's the main I'm giving you your flowers. Mago gonna be on in a couple weeks too. See so what I'm saying? <laughs> so he coming after you. So Sam, he coming after you. Right in the middle. Sam he coming, he coming after you. Mod mm-hmm. coming after you this time. We gonna see how uh-huh. that go. We gonna see what it look like. And you gonna have Jordan on after me too? See, I ain't. I, Jordan I might be on after you. We gonna see, see what I'm man. saying. I know what's going on. Scrap got some shit to talk about. See, I might. See. But God damn, what I'm supposed to do? See, this is this is the way it's going now is yeah. the way the order should be. Like I should be the opening act, then you get scrapped, then you get mod, then you, you you get what oh, I'm saying? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. It's just me coming after mod, make it rough. Me, see, it's, you know, I, I look at it like parents should be looking at each other, right? It's no, <laughs> it's no friend higher than the other in my in my you know in my rankings. I ain't you know everybody's equal, everybody's saying so. I just mm-hmm. in my opinion. You know what I mean? Y'all boys, the Warriors for me. Uh, you know what I mean? It's Steph and it's Clay and you know then it's Poole and then it's KD and then you know what I'm saying? I'm just bringing all y'all boys on. And, and, and then it's buckets. Wiseman. And then it's buckets. <laughs> it's buckets off the bench everywhere. Uh, off the bench. I'm just saying, man. If anything, you Jordan Poole, but you still cut off the bench, giving them boys. 30. That's my whole point. If you want, if that's, that's I mean, if you look at it like that, I'm like, looking at it I'm like saying. you can't have. That's like JJ Redick having Steph on and then having Jordan Poole right after. Anybody trying to hear that? Saying, <laughs> yo, speaking of my 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 brother, my asked a question on um on uh Facebook the other day, and he texted me about it because he I he said he had just realized that and he's been real big on these. So he was talking about birthdays, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, the point was that a lot of he just he said he just found out a lot of men don't celebrate their birthdays, mm-hmm. and then he figured out he said he just realized why. And he's saying the why of it was that essentially um, men don't really, uh, black men in particular, really don't feel like people care enough about them. And there was different, you know, different reasons. He asked if it was true. That's all he asked. His question on Facebook was it was true. And, and I just responded. I said, Barry. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was 100%. Um, and it was it was wild when he texted to me um, because actually when he texted me, I said, well, you know, uh, Locke. Coming on, so it'd be a dope, dope conversation for lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's kind of the bad man you tap into. So verbatim, the post said, "I just learned today that apparently majority of guys don't celebrate birthdays." And it was, "Is this true?" I I completely agree because right. my birthday was in January. I didn't do anything. Well, as far as when I say I didn't do anything, as yeah. far as celebrating with other people, yeah. I, I didn't do anything. Yeah, um, I went downtown. I had a steak. Yeah, and uh, had a drink. That was it. And then, no, no, no. No, no, no. I went to work on my birthday. You did. I went to work. Because you, because I remember me and you had a conversation. Yeah. And you was like, yo, if you want to do something, let me know. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm just going to go to work. Yeah. Yep. And then, but I did go out that weekend. Yeah. But for for, for that simple fact, it's like, I I can't remember as a grown man 
last time anyone outside of myself right was excited for my birthday right. the way right you're supposed to be excited for just and I'm not trying to right woman bash but the way you're expected to for a woman right right you right. you know what I'm saying and that's partially because they put that expectation out there yeah but I've never mm, I'm trying to think and I'm drawing a blank I've yeah. never had a special birthday me either like and, and and even you know I me mean, and, and people like my Ma, my is big on birthdays so my do these parties and all these mm-hmm. he's doing something this year you know what I mean um but I just never even growing up you know what I mean now you know my parents did things for my birthday right we did certain you know we we'll go do mm-hmm. you know they ask what you want to do you know what I mean we'll do certain things but even then my answers would be real you know it don't really matter we ain't got to do too much yep. you know well, we need to do something let's get something to eat. what do you want to eat. You know what I mean? And they'll be like, uh, I don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was just different. You know what I mean? But I remember looking at my pops, right? You know, his birthdays. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's more so where it got picked up from. Um, now that I really kind of think about it and delve into it, you know, it's not even that, you know, and I, and I agree with what you said for sure. Like, I don't remember a time, you know what I mean, up until recently, you know what I mean, yeah. in my current situation where there was somebody you know, actually excited yeah. about my birthday, wants to do something for my birthday, you know what I mean? Like, it's damn near pressuring me to say it. I know yeah. we're doing, doing something, something worth. figure that shit out, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, bet, well, let's do this. Let me think yeah. about this. Let me, you know, figure something out. And this is probably the first time that's ever happened to you. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. Like, never happened. And I told her, you know, I never had, like, yeah. that. So, which is dope, you know what I mean? But it's an adjustment. Yeah. Because on one hand, you know what I mean, you want to be appreciative, you know, of it and be grateful and show that gratitude. But the other end, it's so different that it's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's why I was I was sitting here thinking, I was spacing out while he was talking. It, it part of it is also that as men, you really don't want to be a burden it's, to the people around is. you. That's it. And right you there. and you understand what a big I guess party or event for your birthday would be to other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just say you want to go on a trip for your birthday. Right. As a man, you are considering it, most of your friends typically are men. Right. So you're, you got to consider it's like, yo, this nigga got kids, so-and-so, and so-and-so, yeah, his girl. Like, can he really afford a five grand trip just to celebrate my birthday? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because his birthday is coming sometime this year. Yep. His girl's birthday is coming sometime. Kids, yep. et cetera. Kids, yep. You, as a man, you consider that of right. other men. Absolutely. And and yeah. I don't want to sound bad when I say this, but women are okay with putting themselves first in a situation like that. It's right. like, nah, I'm I'm celebrating my shit. Yeah. And that's why I think that's why they get into like beefs over the uh parties and stuff mm, like that. Okay. Because if you didn't show up to like my birthday party, I would not give a fuck because yeah. I understand. No, that's the thing. That's you know what I'm saying? But women, they go crazy. They feel, away. They feel yeah. away. Like they really feel away. And I think it's because of some what you said, which is, you know, um, and not to say women, you know, get breaks or whatever. Oh, but yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that I kind because again, when you was talking, I kind of think of what you were saying. It's like, as a man, if I want to plan a trip, you know what I mean? For me and my guys, right? If I want to go on the trip and I want my guys to come, that's probably the better way to put it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about all these things. Damn, he got kids. He got this. He got that. Shit. Yeah. And I also got these the things. Same that I, things. Yep. So I know what it took to, for me to separate myself 
to free up this this five days to go. Mm-hmm. And then I'm asking you to do the same. But I understand if you can, because I barely could. Yep. Listen, you know, I'm going by myself. You know what I mean? But, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, if, if let's say if your, your, your girl wants to go on a trip somewhere, nine times out of ten, you shooting her a little something to go. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. worry about it. Go ahead and go. I handle whatever. You know what I mean? Y'all yeah. got kids. I got that. Don't worry about it. You'll have a good time, whatever. And I'm going to hold it down. You know what I mean? Until you get back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's it's easy to do. It's easy to say. It's damn near expected. You yeah, know what I'm it, saying? It is expected, it's damn near expected. And, and a lot of it yeah. is because, you know, a lot of times, especially when you deal with kids, you know, the, the mother is spending a lot of time with the kids. So Majority she, of the child. Majority, or, yeah. So mm-hmm. she wants to go on a trip. Then you saying, yeah, nah, cool. Go yeah. ahead. I got this because you got yeah, it. What, what kind of nigga are you if you tell her nah? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> what kind of man are you? Yeah, you yeah. can't. Nah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's I'm sure that's a big part of it. But, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't, I think that for us, and I had, I grew out of one one stage of birthdays. My first stage of not one celebrate my birthday was looking back, and me and Kev talked about this um, last episode uh, with Pudgy passing. And we were saying, you know, how just now I'm 32. I'll be 33, and you know what I mean, in shit four days. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Ooh, yeah. I just to say. Damn, that shit just hit me. <laughs> That's crazy. My and birthday. then so I just this just to stay yeah. on point. Your birthday's in four days. Boy, you have not planned a party. Not, not, not that's my point. Not think I haven't hit up anybody. That's no what I'm saying. No it, it's gonna be you and your girl. Yeah, is it? See? And, and I'm just yeah, saying Yeah. So uh but we were talking about and I remember the first stage of me not wanting to celebrate my birthday was me almost feeling a bit of survivor's guilt. Yeah. Because it was a situation I'm thinking about and me and me and Kevin were just sitting here just naming these guys that we knew that passed before we were men. You know what I'm saying? And when I say man, I'm talking like a twenty, you know, twenty-one yeah. to twenty, you know what I mean? Before really honestly between twenty-five. Cause yeah. I, I can honestly say I didn't even I didn't even start living when I was twenty-five, but I started being able to do things. And God, I, I'm, I'm, do. The older I get, the more the later I think you become a man. I'm yeah. Just now. Yeah. Honestly. And it's so crazy yeah. because you know what I mean, you 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 do all these things at an early at early age, in your twenties, right? You buy your first car, you get your first spot. You know what I mean? You do all these things and say, man, I'm, I'm grown. I'm a man. Like, nah. Like, yeah, you just got it's, things. Yeah, it's not until, yeah exactly. Yeah. You, see, you just yeah. got shit. Mm-hmm. It's not until now when you start actually making decisions for not only you, but other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You and you understand the ramifications of that shit. Exactly. Yeah. You you start being, like you said earlier, be, be the one that's relied upon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you a man. You know what I mean? When I got to take this L to make sure that this... It's straight And I can't walk away From shit that I may not like mm-hmm. You know what I mean Because I can't Because I gotta make sure you, you know what I mean This is good That's good That's you know what I mean The man part of it Um, But But anyway yeah It's it a little bit of Survivor's guilt of Damn like This you know He didn't make it He didn't make it He didn't make it Who the fuck am I yeah, that I'm. What's in, so special about me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not even and when I say make it. I'm not talking about successful. I'm talking about just being alive. Alive, period. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just still being to freely walk. You know what I mean. To to put be. I can go pull up on my mom's. You know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. his mom's thinking about him every day. Every single day. Every time his mom mm. see you. I remember, man. Uh, I was at um mm. when I graduated college. One of my pops' friends, um, that son died, and we we spoke about him. Um, on the pod this last episode and she was there and she hugged me because it was actually kind of weird we didn't know i think it was his uncle his uncle was graduating from southern the same day as me we didn't know mm-hmm. you know what i mean but he was so it's kind of one of the things like oh shit you graduated too like we didn't know so she hugged me and she was like yo like you know 
when I saw, when I heard your name, I knew who it was. And immediately I thought about, and I'm like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. that's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, to wrap your mind around because it goes back to what makes me so special that I, because I was doing, you know, I was, you know, in, in, in this particular situation, she wasn't doing anything out the way. It was in the wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. I've been a lot of wrong places. You know what I'm saying? Real and, lucky. <laughs> and got lucky. I mean, you know, we thought, you know, it's been a conversation just about different things that's happened just in the city alone that I was there and I just left. Yeah. Like I was there 20 minutes before that happened. <sighs> I just left. Like something, something. I remember when um, you talk about Maude and Jordan, we were all together one night. It was during the summer. Um, when we were, we, I think everybody went to like Tybee. It was like some, some Savannah State shit, but everybody went to Tybee that night. And coming back, they stopped. We all stopped at the IHOP right there on Victory, mm -hmm. right? And we were all there. And I remember we we were there chilling. And, and I don't remember who said it first, but somebody was like, man, like, something don't feel right. Time to go. Like, we need to slide. Yeah. And we did. That next morning, all our phone, actually, I was on the way to work. And I had to be at work at 8. So my phone's ringing at 715. I'm like, what the fuck calling me? Mm -hmm. I mean, who up on, on a Saturday this early besides yeah. my dumb ass, right? <laughs> and, and they call, and somebody's calling me and say, yo, well, you know, they had, it was a shooting up there and somebody got killed. I'm like, oh, huh? man. Like, we was there. Like, yeah, when that happened, just said, left. Like, bro, she happened. Like, said, boy, she happened. Like, probably, like, somebody was there when the shooting happened that was with us and said, no, y'all boys had literally just left. Like, y'all might have been, you said, y'all probably was still going down bittery when that shit happened. Like, it probably 10 minutes, five minutes from when we left. Niggas shot that shit up. Two niggas got into it. Somebody got killed. You know what I mean? And I, I, I remember certain cues, right? Just kind of growing up, being around. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Certain cues. You know, I remember just looking around like, there's a lot of dudes out here. <laughs> and it wasn't even no, no, like, what a, you know, it wasn't, you know, what a, what a. It's always a bad sign. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't Too even many no, niggas in here. Yeah, and see, and it's funny, like, as a kid, you think it's like, man, like, we just trying to be what a hoes. It ain't even that. It's yeah. just when you got a bunch of just dudes just around, yeah. all the testosterone. It's too much, yeah, too much yeah, testosterone. All this ego, you know, it's, something's going to happen. Somebody going to say something wrong. Something going to go left. Like it's, Somebody going to be in here trying to prove themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody has to. Yeah. You know what I mean? You put a bunch of lions in the cave, something yeah. going to happen. It's you know what I mean? They got to yeah. see. Somebody got to get some straightening. Like, somebody got to be the one. You know what I mean? So, so just the blessing of coming out of that. So, that was my first, you know what I mean, birth into, I ain't trying to do nothing for my birthday, man. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just that. And then it shifted into, well, if I did something for my birthday, who could I get? A few years ago, I, I, I just sent out texts. And this is how wild it was. Hey, you know what I mean? Probably going to grab some drinks for my birthday, man. We're going to be downtown. Probably around till you want to pull up. Like that type mm -hmm. shit. Not, hey, we're doing a party at yeah, such yeah, and such. Yeah, yeah. We all a licking up for dinner a birthday and dinner. Kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's just different, man. It's different. I can't pinpoint where. It's happened, you know. I mean, I know for me, my personality, your personality is pretty much the same. Where we don't even really want a big yeah, to do. That 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 would that would drive me nuts. Yeah, I'd be so dealing with all. Yeah, dealing with all those just people. Like we all there, like you know. What I mean, obviously, everybody wants their flowers, but just everybody just here celebrating. For me, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You did all this for me? Like, oh, ah, Jesus. Ew. I, I, I'm terrible at accepting compliments. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. the worst. Yeah. I can't say. I'm terrible can't, at yeah. accepting. So imagine a party. But then I want to say 
you know, a levels of accepting your birthday. I, I'm just now a few years ago getting over like every year around my birthday, getting real like depressed mm. because of like, I haven't met the goals that I, you oh, know, setting, setting yeah. standards for yourself, yeah. like unrealistic yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm 30, I ain't done this, done this, done yeah. that. Just being so hard on myself, giving myself no grace. That was a what, thing too. Whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. And therapy has taught me you got to be kind to yourself, bro, mm-hmm. because you, you you really are your first friend. Yeah. You, ha- you got to love yourself. So it's like, yo, I have accomplished a lot. Yeah. Considering, you know, what was going on. Yeah. But yeah, for, absolutely. Um, for some years. Yeah. For some years, dog. Every year. I, I was... And therapy helped me with that too. And mm-hmm. obviously, me and you both talk about therapy. And it's actually, I was kind of sad because my therapist, um, I had to change. Well, I don't have a new therapist. Uh, the therapist I had um, is no longer taking my insurance. It's a whole different thing. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, man. And it was rough. Like the last, even our last meeting, like, like she was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not really. She like, so what are we gonna do? Like, so I'm not really good with goodbyes. Like, how are we gonna? Like, I could see like with her, like it was affecting her a little bit too. You know what I mean? Just because I've been going to her for damn near. Damn near since, four years. Yeah, I was about to say you've been going to her since I was going to yeah, mine. Yeah. yeah. So it, so the relationship dynamic becomes different, right? Like this person kind of shifts out of being your therapist and kind of like a part of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a young boy on. Uh, one of my young boys, Parrish, came on last year around this time, and I was talking to Parrish, and Parrish him was saying all these things. I said, "Bro, like you, you should look into therapy." And he told me this whole spill about, man, my shit with therapy is I just feel like I'm paying somebody to care. And I was like, I get that. And I talked to my therapist about it. And she mm-hmm. said, you know what you're doing with therapy? You're paying somebody to hear out what you have going on and then give you the tools to properly deal with them. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at it, that was okay. This is different. You know what I mean? But on the outside looking in, it's hard. To see the difference, though, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially, especially if you've never had any kind of source in your life to help you navigate through anything. Because a lot of times you don't know you need that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you think you're dealing with everything the right way. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. And the reason I went to therapy because at some point I had this this epiphany of this ain't right. This ain't the move. Like I'm beefing Mm -hmm. with people I love, and I'm not talking to people I love for months on end, and I'm not affected. Yeah. And something in my mind said this ain't right. it's one thing to be upset with somebody and I don't want to talk to you right now. It's another thing to be upset with somebody, not talking to them and being okay with it. Yeah, like, like, it, like in your indifferent mind. about it. Yeah, like your mind yeah. is shifted, you know what I mean, to, you know what I mean, you don't need that. And then you literally exit out. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a high level of detachment, you know what I mean, that a lot of people think they have but don't. Yeah. And I do. Um, you know what I mean? But... To go to the point of, you know, when you were talking about like that kind of depressed stage, stage of when you, you know what I mean, when your birthday rolls around, you know, for me, one thing I started doing was realizing I learned this in therapy is like a lot of times when you get into them, the moments and you get those feelings is based in, um, you're not necessarily, you're not actually being grateful for what you have. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it's not saying, well, at least you got this. Like, exactly. it's not oh that. It's just more so, damn, look where I was at. Look what I got. I'm so happy that this is where I'm at. I got the things. It's just that whole, it's like that, 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 that um, meme or whatever was like, you know what I mean? Year, I got everything right now that I was praying for years ago. Yeah. Like, if you took me 10 years ago and told me this is the position you're being, 
I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We we underestimate we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in five. Exactly. Type of thing. Absolutely. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So but when I started being more present in what I you know, what I was at, you know, when Ma was on, he talking about um because me and Ma have discussed, you know, just probably about imposter syndrome. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where we get certain things or achieve certain you know, certain things and it's like, damn, I shouldn't even be here. Yeah. You know, so I'm, like I said with the birthday shit, like mm-hmm. what made me so special to even be, you know, be alive considering the all people I knew who who aren't. Um, you know what I mean? That's a form of it too. You know, but you know, the flip side of it, you know, starting to understand that A, you're here for a reason. You know what I mean? Like you got shit, you know what I mean, you just got shit to do. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, just being present in the moment and realizing that damn, like, yeah. I may not have everything that I think I want, but I do have everything I need. Need. Exactly. Like, I know where my next meal is coming from. You know what I mean? I know the light's going to be on tomorrow. I know all of these. I have no questions. Shit, I got bills on auto pay. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's things that I would never think of doing. I'm not splitting up, you know what I mean, this purchase. Yeah. You know what I mean? I ain't got to get everything on Afterpay. Like, yeah, I'm not got to you know pay for that shit three months yeah, later. Yeah, like yeah, I ain't yeah. got to swipe my credit card to get this $200 or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit, I remember you know, I when I found out niggas paying bills with credit cards, it blew my mind. Like, huh? <laughs> like, excuse me? Like, your bills? Like, your every day-to-day bills? And it blew my mind. I'm like, yeah, nigga, like, I paid, like, nigga, I paid this month. You know, with this credit card, then next month I pay that off, and then I pay. So I'm always get a month to get that's right. That's the two. Robin and I was like, Peter yo, that pay Paul, is, and that's exactly what I said. Mm-hmm. Boy, you robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, you you still down whether you think you are or not. It feels better. Yeah, you probably better off just tackling that shit now, getting it out of the way. Yeah, take that L because you ain't doing nothing but kicking can kicking it, the can down. Exactly, right? kicking mm-hmm. the can down the street. It's all you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just it's different. So, <laughs> because I'm coming in my past before I really did dive dove into managing my money properly, right. I was the same way. Yeah, I was the same. We all way. were. We yeah, all were. I, I was making good money, but I was just spending it all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I remember <laughs> waking up on payday and thinking of ways to spend my money. Yep. It's like what? What can I do? It's like oh, I can go here. I could do this. I could do that. What? Like what for? Why? Hey, why you gonna drop six hundred off top? Easy, easy six. Half the check gone, gone, gone. And you, yeah, and, and then you, you, and now it's that the Friday in between or whatever day. And you hurt. You like oh shit. Somebody call you. You trying to do nah? Like, I'm chilling tonight. Now nah, I'm broke. I'm broke. You just had the last week. Yeah, I got paid that day. This weekend I ain't got shit. Oh my god! I'm out of there. Remember I bought y'all these all them shots. Y'all mm-hmm. boy, y'all boy had boy, y'all, y'all boy had Patron and shit, and they bought some twenty five dollars a shot. They went crazy with that shit. Yo, I never forget, man. Um, you know me when I had a situation where I left my job uh, a few years back, mm-hmm. and um, I went to the A for scrap birthday. I never forget this shit. And like everything, it just went down. Like it was a whole big to do with this shit. And uh, I told Scrap, I'm pulling up for your birthday well before everything. So, so now you got to go. So one thing about that's another thing with yeah, men, man. I tell you, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, it don't matter. I'm coming. I'm not yeah. flaking. I'm coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I come, you know what I mean? I'm there. Like yeah. he had a whole weekend playing. His girl playing out. So we gonna do. Whole, and I'm bro. Whatever y'all got going on, hit me. I'm there. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend, we outside. 
the shit is crazy. Scrap birthday, my mom's birthday is the same day. Right? Both birthday the same day. So that day before I left to go to the A, took mom's to lunch for a birthday. Already spending. Mom, order what you want. Turn up. Hey, Amen. Mimosas, believe. Yeah, what you want to. What kind of. What, what's, what's that? Hey, Amen. Let me get a bottle of such and such from mom's, man. We don't. Y'all ain't got uh, goddamn, uh, a bottle. Y'all ain't got bottles of mimosas. I'm going to make them. Yo, Ignorant. give me some orange juice. Give me juice. a bottle. Yeah, give me a bottle. Give me a thing of orange juice, man. Mom, for mom's. You know, mommy get what Ignorance. mommy want. You feel me? Ignorant, right? And she looking at me like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you grown. You grown. You, you, grown. Ain't, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Now. Cause number one, you trying. I remember my mom told me shit a long time ago. It was one of the rare things she ever told me. She said, "Boy, I'm tell you something. You you trying to pay me back? You ain't gonna never catch it." Mm. And she said that to me. I was like, "You know what? Damn." But she was right. She yeah. was right. If I'm trying to pay her back, I ain't gonna never be able to pay her back. Yeah, ever. Ain't, ain't enough money in the world. Yeah, I can't. I ain't gonna never square up on that end. So <laughs> I gotta leave that shit there. Cause she's still putting deposits in for to sure. this day. For sure. Right. She she brought out her receipt book. Like, yeah. <laughs> 1996 <laughs> Remember that time Your little stupid ass um, Decided you want to Fight the little boy You beat the little boy up Then you got mad And you ran off Into the woods and, <gasps> and I had to come To the school For your parent Teacher conference That morning And they said Either I come Or you suspend it uh, I had a work meeting That day mm. And I got rolled up And I didn't You know what I mean? It could have been a, You know what I mean It's a whole thing As adults Stuff you ain't even Consider yeah, as, as a, a adults, child You don't yeah. think about As a kid You're like Well she just had to Come to the school Yeah but she has a job To pay mm-hmm. for So yeah so so I did that, right? So falling out on mom dudes. Then I'm going out there. Yeah. And I know you cut up with scrap. Oh I know my you God, bro. I'm there. <laughs> scrap there. Scrap old lady there. Tara's there. We had spin. It's a thing. If anybody, yo, one yo, <laughs> if one motherfucker knows how to have a ball at spin, yo, RIP to spin. That was my favorite place in Atlanta to go to on Peter Street, man. Tara gonna show her ass in spin. Man, bro, we I'm in my dog, little Alki. Yeah, man. Ter- so, bro, we out here with T, man. And Terry just ordering these shots, ordering shots, ordering shots, right? So, I'm ordering shots too. What difference is, Terry's ordering apple bombs. <laughs> I'm ordering Hennessy. Man, me, I got that bill back. That bill might say 180. I'm like, ooh, just me? <laughs> This just my she said, yeah, because you remember you had it's, it's, so and so and so and so six shots of Hennessy here. Then you had remember you ordered like two rounds of apple bombs for everybody. So that's six apple bombs <laughs> twice. So it's twelve. So all in all, so me and Scrap looking at the shit right. We added a little. Well, we probably bought about forty shots and Bill mm. went, Bill went eighty. So I mean, that's not a bad value. And, and, you think and, about and, it in and, the grand yeah, scheme. Put it in consideration. Yeah, put it in the grand scheme. It's forty shots. You think about it when they make you a drink, they pour a shot. Of whatever in your drink People don't know that shit too It's just a shot they pour mm. So you know Pour a shot So mm, we pay 40 40 drinks 180 It's mm, not bad Just trying to damn Rationalize yeah. the dumb shit You just did And we still going out The next day uh, Oh my okay, god Okay you got a whole weekend Yeah the whole weekend I just got there Yeah I had just I'm talking got off the road And pulled out the spit Tara ain't the best influence either No, no, no. She's not she's, She did some similar shit to me Yeah, yeah. We was there when we went to Atlanta, we went to uh was that Blue Cantina we went to? Yeah, no, it wasn't Blue Cantina. But we we was in some hookah spot. It was after and the it, game. Yeah, and yeah. it was the three of us. Yeah. It was more than that. But we over there getting ordering shots, drinks, hookahs, all kind of shit, Going right? Crazy. And we split the bill. Yep. And the bills come. Tara slide me her shit. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, oh, you ain't I, I just have we split the bill. 
Cause, cause at that point, that's when me and you were both in that little shit. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking like, yo, we splitting this shit, nigga. Like I'm telling you, just now. This and then, so she slide me her shit. Yeah. And so you, you gotta hold on to that. Like yeah. you can't just be like nah. Yeah. So what's that? Yeah. That's, that's a, this is your part. It's three of us. It's you. So I had mm. to bite that bullet. Ooh. I had I had to eat that. Yeah. And she she knew what she was doing, G. Yeah. She knew she she had that shit planned before yeah, we walked in that motherfucker. Say, she knew <laughs> off top. That's why she was so free with it. Yeah. She, and this ain't a bad terror session, man. Yeah, oh no, nah, not at all. Nah. This is actually a woman thing. If you this thing, right? Everybody talking about I have like a lot of like, you know, like female friends, right? This is a female friend thing. If you're not careful, they would do that to you. Oh, every time. Oh, on a friend level, they would do like every time. And as my friend platonic, see, this is the thing. I always say, like, I have platonic female friends that niggas find attractive. And because they are my platonic friends, I'm not paying for shit. Here. You are my friend. No. You got a nigga. You better text that nigga. The goddamn cash app you some shit. You shouldn't have been in his spit. Nah. Nah. We ain't doing that. We can't have that. Oh, man. Man, we cannot have that. I'm sorry. Just slid that check yeah. right over. I ain't caught that you go, water. Sir. Yeah, this is for you. Yeah. This is for you. And man. you know how they, when they... When they know they doing some slick shit, they grab onto your arm. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, goodness, yeah. Do bro. a little rub. Yeah. You got like, it. You right? got it right. You got it right, 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 you got like, No, I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll punch I'm, you in your ear yeah, right yeah. now. Boy, I, I'll slap you in your neck. Right in the back of your neck. Stop playing with me. Because you always do this shit. Because you think you're cute. That's your problem. Yeah, you I think you're back cute. The, back them eyelashes. Come on, son. Yeah, man. All right. Fuck I love you, Terry. Terry, good people, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. I might have T on too. Uh, That'd be interesting. Yeah. The last one I had, it's like Tara. I had like Tara, uh, Claudia, and, and Jordan. Yeah. And that was like, if if you had been like in like the room, like it was a wild, like, yeah. not wild, bad, just like we was. There's a yeah, lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It was a lot going on, but not with, it was a lot and not a lot at the same time. Like you would not have thought a podcast would be recorded. Like, you thought we was in that shit chilling, but niggas just talking shit. It was crazy. But it was a good episode, especially when niggas started drinking. It was a good episode, man. Um, so uh, one thing I did want to get your opinion on, man. Um, obviously, Williams, what what women's final four? Oh, it's okay. been coming up, and what came 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 and went. Um, definitely got more attention than the men's. Um, rightfully so. Too. Rightfully so. Rightfully mm-hmm. so. Um, I have an opinion on why the men's men's college basketball is going the way it's going. Um, I, I, I have yeah. a feeling we feel the exact same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, in my 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 opinion to, to be to be quick is essentially the best players ain't going to the big schools no more. That's my opinion. My my thing. Okay, so we we don't feel the same way. Okay. Well, what you're saying is part of it. I think the bigger reason is because we don't know who these kids are. Yeah. Anymore, as far as outside, like. The younger generation knows yeah. who they are because yeah. of social media. Mm-hmm. But as far as basketball players, we don't know who they are because right. they're they're here for six months and they're gone. Yeah. All the best players are anyway. Mm-hmm. And in women's college basketball, we've known about Caitlin Clark. If you follow basketball, you know about you've you've years. known about Caitlin she's Clark she's for five last. years. Yeah, she's doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Her yeah. her got uh the whole squad on South Carolina, Aaliyah Boston, et cetera. Yeah. You if you know basketball. If you watch basketball as a fan, you right. watched all these girls for a long time. Right. They have become stars. Cause they just started going. They just started going early. Yep. Like I think I think Candace Parker was like one of the first ones to leave after their junior year. I'm about saying going early for them is junior year. Yeah. 
So that that's three years of seeing her go to the Elite Eight in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It with the boys, the the boy from UConn. I just found out who he is. He's about to go first round. Yeah. I'm never gonna hear. I probably never gonna hear. We are never gonna hear from this Joker again. No, not at all. He's he's just another player, and and it's, it's a rat race. Yeah, it's a rat and, race. and and that's the the sad thing. So, in my personal opinion, I think to help the college and the pro game, that there needs to be just like baseball. Well, not well, yeah, just like baseball. Either you go out of high school or you commit to two years. Yeah. To, that, to play be, in, yeah. to play in college that, or go to like OTE or whatever. Yeah, but even then, like yeah, yeah, yeah you get yeah, you got your options. But yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. If you're gonna go to college, you gotta play two years. Yeah, you because that'll help the the men's game, especially like the tournament. Because now the best players are playing the best players. Rivalries can be developed Restored, because yeah. I bet you next because those girls from LSU and Caitlin come back next year. Yep, I bet you a hundred dollars they gonna play each other. They gonna play each other in the regular and season. That's the thing that's dope about for me women's college basketball is that shit. They want all the smoke. Yeah, every single they one run of them. That shit. UConn playing South Carolina every year. Matter. Every year every we year. gonna run this shit. They going to Stanford, yeah. like Stanford, UConn, and South Carolina. They always playing each gonna other. Play each other, and there ain't no tournament. Yeah, no, no. I'm coming there. Yeah, we in your the house. Stores. Yeah. When the last time UNC played Kansas in a regular season? Come on. That's like what? In 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 a, in a situation where Kansas is coming. Yeah. To, yeah. To, not no. You know, yeah. Uh, mid mid. Uh, Neutral site, none yeah. of that shit. Nah, no, nah, nah, bring nah. your ass into the fog. Let's yeah. go. That Come shit on. don't happen. It never happens. It never but. happens. Yeah. So I think that's part of. Now people people realizing that now. Yeah. So for a competitive standpoint, women's ball has had men's for years. Oh yeah, they've been just just been. just just that alone. Like we gonna cut your ass. We yeah. coming to see you. We the best team. Y'all mm-hmm. say y'all better than us. Come on. Y'all come here this year. We'll go there next year. Yep, because UConn's passing them dubs out. Mm-hmm. Give you an L day, bust you by forty. Yep. In your, in your gym. house. In your gym. And then when South Carolina finally started beating up on them, yep. mm-hmm. Gino ain't like that. Not at all. You see, he's salty. Yeah, he that nigga like is that. salty. He don't like boy. They caught up on him. He ain't mm-hmm. like that. He don't like that. And, and it's not just South Carolina too. Yeah. Everybody on on yeah, their head. On their head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, like I do it. too. I do too. I love it. And that's the thing, man. So, um, you know, and that's how I really like LSU and what they did. You know, shit. Kim came through. Nine new players on that team. The Nine. whole team is new. The whole day got put them together. Like they gonna have to do the, t- the same thing this year. Yeah, because like hey, the only the Flage coming back, Angel coming back, and Angel, mm-hmm. and the uh, the point uh, not the not the little point guard, yeah, but the the one, one with the dread. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, the one with the dress. Those yeah. are the only three players, and the tall girl that came off the bench, number yeah. five. Yeah, they coming back with four players that had mm-hmm. real time. Yeah, they got like two of the top ten. Uh, Girls uh, in the country coming, but then other than that, they got to rebuild the whole the whole bench. You know what I want to see? This this is at women's college college basketball for real, for real. We kept on talking about Don or Don need on South Carolina with some shooters. Oh yeah, I know a shooter. She should go get who? Caitlin. Ah oh, nah, Kaylin ain't leaving on I Iowa. It. I love uh, it though. Kaylin ain't leaving. That'd be Iowa. my type shit. Yeah, turn that shit on. No, you shoot. know who they should go get though? They yeah. should go get that white girl. She just announced that she transferring the one from Louisville that was oh, going yeah, at it with Kaylin yeah, Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be. Ooh. She just announced ooh. that she transferred. If she went to South Don Carolina, never had a white girl either. Don never had not a not, white not girl. cold anyway. Yeah, yeah not hard white. Mm. She ain't never had one. She can. She got the sauce too. Yo, she the type in the pair as you. Yeah, that's her. And I, yeah, yeah, if she if she went to LA. Talk to him. She a nasty one. She is. And then at UConn, they get they, they UConn get they white girl oh, back yeah, next yeah, year. Paige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them back. Yeah, Paige. See? Work, yeah. 
They've been dealing with injuries. It's like really, UConn hasn't fallen off because they dealt yeah. with injuries. They bet that she Paige is, was literally ranked higher than Caitlin when they yeah, came out yeah, of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Paige, like Paige is one of the ones coming out. Come on, man. Paige's last pretty year, her freshman year. Come on, man. And then got hurt her sophomore year. I mean, and last the, year toward 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 one ACL and they came back and tore the other one. That's the one thing. All these medical miracles, they have not figured out how to keep the woman knees together. I, I think it's because it it's new. It it. Their body, it, it's new to their bodies as a general, putting that much torque on yeah. their knees, yeah, consistently, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's because they're way more athletic than they used to be. Yeah, it's women six two that can dunk now. I think they also got to kind of develop the the, the shoes they wear. The, the oh, shoes yeah, they a, wear are designed for men. Designed for men. Yeah. So they need to, you know, and they, they've poured hours and hours of science into these shoes. Yeah, you know, I for men. That. So then you think about, you know, on the women's standpoint, you know. They they're not there yet. They haven't invested that much money into the woman's mm-hmm. body, so it's hard to under you know what I mean. It's hard to kind of get that when you ain't necessarily developed that. Yeah, much. they do need to start dropping some women's signature shoes. Yeah, like some real deal. I don't even yeah. know there is one. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Because Maya Moore signed to Jordan, but she, she I don't think she never got a shoe. shoe. No, she yeah. never got a shoe. She was wearing like mellows and shit. Mm-hmm. And Candace Parker was signed to Adidas, I think. Adidas or was it? I think it was like that. That shit doing like the Anta shit. I think it was. Uh-huh. I could be. I could be very wrong in that. So don't quote me, um, but but yeah, I, I but um, the thing I wanted to talk about and get to on was um, obviously the injuries, Caitlin Clark back mm-hmm. and forth. Um, you know, my immediate thoughts on it was just you know this is basketball dog. Yeah, I've been watching niggas get waved off when they can't shoot and they open. He with us. He with us. Yeah, open for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, I bet like you that curl come back next year with a jumper though. Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, I, I don't like it. Yeah. Like all that, you know what I mean? Like these are all things that we are used to. So, mm-hmm. and I think honestly, it's just the fact that women are getting so much attention now. Yeah, they're not looking like, oh, are they doing this, they yeah. doing that. They, it, it's a shock to people because people that are in athletic circles, none of that shit was a surprise to us. If you, how yeah. competitive women are when they're yeah, yeah it's like if what pooped against women, they talk the most shit, more shit than anybody. Oh my god. <laughs> But the the thing is, the only people that were mad, and you got to take it with a grain of salt, are people that aren't real athletes. Right. It's like, oh, she's classless. What? Yeah. What? Like, how how can how was that your natural response to two of the highest competitors competed at the highest level? Of course, I'm gonna talk shit. This is what my my thought process on it was. This. She didn't take if if Caitlyn didn't take it a certain way. Yeah, it shouldn't have been. Nobody should. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's almost like they're looking at women as these vulnerable creatures. Like fragile. Oh, she could she couldn't say anything. She couldn't stick up for herself. And it's not that. Yeah. Caitlyn, man, shit, I've been talking shit all the time. Shit. And the thing is, right? The thing that makes me so mad about it is they're mad that uh, Angel did it to Caitlyn, like right. right in her face. Yeah. But if you look at the video. Right. The real video of when she did it to Haley, she did she walked straight to her right. and did it. Yeah. Like if you look at the whole video, you see Kate uh Haley walking right by when she do it. She did it to that right. girl. Absolutely. It's not like she was just walking and like, no, they can't see me. No. Yeah. You can't see me, yeah. bitch. You. Yeah. Exactly. All that shit you was talking, you can't guard me. Yeah. So you don't don't put that shit out there if you can't take it. Yeah. The only thing that I said was, you know what I mean, you you it's hard to go after somebody that gave you a 30 ball. That's my only thing. But the thing is, like, it's I can understand, like, if uh, 
No disrespect to Flaugé. She didn't have the best game. But if Flaugé was doing the um the thing, I could understand a lot of niggas' criticism. But Angel is literally, if Kaylin's the best player in the country, Angel's literally the third best player in the country. She averages 25 and like 18. 34 double-doubles. Most That's an insane number. That's a crazy number. That's a crazy number. Angel, I mean, and Angel been that type. They as views Angel of Maryland talking cash money shit. 25 and 18. Like, put, nobody's doing that. I just like, not that I want women to be more like men. But I just like them coming into their own door and being themselves. Like, yeah. not being these proper. Unapologetic. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, like, I'm me. Like, yo, fuck that shit. Yo, LSU saying they ain't going to the White House. I love it. <laughs> I mean, they're going to they eventually go. You think so? I think they'll go. I, I think that goes for 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 nah. I think uh, I think university's gonna make them go. That, that's what I'm saying. I think they're gonna, go. gonna make them. Go. I think they'll go, but for the experience. And honestly, yeah. I think they should for go. for for uh, appearances' sake. Yeah, I think they yeah. should go. I think they should go. Yeah, even uh, even if you don't yeah. like the president, I think. You, well, I don't know because the boys are bucking on Trump. Yeah, that's what I say. But I think they'll go. Yeah, because of the simple fact that mm, excuse me that you can't just it. The optics of it, yeah, of being the 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 group of black girls that's just bucking on the white lady, right? That just the sheer optics of it is not the move, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I like how they were standing up for themselves, though. No, I, I ain't that. going. No, we we not coming. Period. Fuck them. Yeah. You call call, we, your, call your home girl. Yeah, you ain't pick us. We go see the. Because how you invite somebody that got blown out? Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Because if we would have got blown out, you not inviting us? Nah, not at all. It's never happened. Yeah, and, and I could understand if it was like maybe I don't know. I still can't understand if you lost, but I could put it in consideration if it was like a double overtime game and it ended on a buzzer beater, like, like the like, game of the century. Yeah, but when Notre Dame won, when old girl did that shit, back to back games in the final four, look, we still wouldn't invite. We agree. I'm just yeah. saying I could you understand it, it more if 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 something like that happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but no, y- y- y'all got smashed. Mm-hmm. And you, we yeah. we we figured your girl out. Let her get her 40. The rest of y'all can't beat us. Because mm-hmm. if you got the best player, we got the next four. The funniest thing about that game was me and Kev. And the funny part, we was recording during the game. And me and Kev, actually, we recorded right before the game started. And we were talking. And I told him, I said, yo, to be honest, everybody's talking about all this shit with Angel and blah, blah, blah. I said, no one. Number one, I said, I always lost six games this year. So the formula's there. Yep. Somebody but, knew what to do. But me... And I talk a lot about, you know, um, like I'm more I'm more of a football player than a hooper. And the way I approach games is different, right? So I always, I said, yo, I want to see Caitlin guard me. Yeah. Make her guard. Like, let me see her guard. Now she can guard and drop and drop. Hey, hats off to you. Yeah. You know, you you the greatest. Nuts. You know, you can give me them type buckets, but I just look at the guy, the people when I compare her and I look at a Steph. And I remember Cleveland in the finals, yo, we finding him. Every time. Whoever he's at on defense, we going to him. I don't care if it's JR. I don't care if it's Vadova. I don't care if it's Brian. I don't care if it's Kyrie. (laughs) Whoever Steph is guarding, give them the ball and get out the way. Having Della Vadova's ISO on you. And your name is Steph Curry. It's it's nuts, but that's part of it, right? And that's why we ain't got to get into today, but that's why I have so much respect respect for the guys like the Kobe's and all that. Because Mm -hmm. you couldn't do that with them. They're already guarding the best player. Mm -hmm. And they were coming back down. And giving them 40 So for me That that was what my approach Would have been with Caitlyn To begin mm-hmm. with yeah. Attack her Now she got three fouls 
That's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. happened. Because you made her go. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. You you get off. Drop 30. But we're going to give you 30 cash. Because it's already exhausting what she does. Because she's responsible for like 75% of their points Mm -hmm. as far as scoring scoring and and assists. Have you you ever been boxing one in your life? No, me no. it's, It's exhausting. I can imagine. It's terrible. I can imagine. And... That's just one game. Yeah. She that she she gets that treatment every single game. Mm-hmm. She has to run and sprint. Yeah. To get past the person. She mm-hmm. has to catch the ball, stop on a dime, mm-hmm. and hit it. And she yeah. be hitting on these. Yeah. Look, man. She can hoop, bro. But you gotta wear her out. Yeah, make her bottom right there. Don't don't let her catch if she's doing all that to score. Yep. You won one part. The other part is making her fight just as hard on the other end. Yeah. And she's doing that. So you think about it, you got a shorty come off the bench at LSU, give you 21 in the first half. Cool. Yeah. She used to start. That's the thing. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. A lot she, of people, yeah, people don't know. Yeah, she she used to start. She started 30 games this year. Yeah, she used to you start. The only she she did she stopped starting in the second round. And yeah. that was because they was guarding a team that had um that was pressing. Right. And so once they did that, because she struggles her, her ball handling. Yeah. Shit. But she's shaking. a shooter. That's yeah, her she, job. Yeah, yeah, that's what she does. Yeah, Nuts. absolutely. And if you watch that shoot, you know, because we talked yep. about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That she's got to shoot the ball. And they talked about in the uh, South Carolina game, they pushed up on her to make her handle the ball. Yep. And she just couldn't handle the mm-hmm. ball over a good bit. The only real ball handle LSU really had was Flage. You know what I mean? Then the other and, girl, and the, yeah, the short girl. Dredge, kinda, uh-huh. Yeah, kind of yeah, the big girl. Mm-hmm. So um, she cold too. Like, yeah, she is. Next year going to be her year. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She is. Um, but uh, you know what I mean. So you're right. She was a starter, but her canceling out what Caitlin did in the first half, and then Alexis wake up in the second half mm-hmm. and she cancels out. Now everybody else. Yep. When when Angel got the entire second quarter to sit on the bench, yep. I said, "There's no way it, else she was losing." It was. It was. It was all three of the starters had yeah. two fouls in the second quarter. And they sat- was. They they was out and they and they. One, that, that's when they won the game. Yeah, they and, won the game in the second quarter. And Kim Mulkey being a veteran coach, not panicking, yep. and letting them sit on the bench, like you know, what, we good. Yeah, as we long up. as we, as long as we're at the status quo, because they was up by like three. Yeah, when they went on the bench. Yeah, long as we keep it close, yep. they're gonna sit on the bench. Yep. And then the lead ballooned. Yeah, shit went up to eighteen points, twenty points. You got to oh y'all come yeah, sit your ass down. Come on, man. We gonna yeah, buy we y'all some time, it. and we but gonna come. Yeah, and then we'll come back it. in the second half. With y'all fresh. Yep. You know what I mean? With fouls to give, and, and we're going to work this shit out. Yeah, man, you got so. the best player. We got the best team. Absolutely. And that's But the that, thing is, though, South Carolina would have smacked you, LSU. Again. again <laughs> they'd have bust them by 25 all over again. And LSU knows that. LSU knows that's that. The ba- that's the LSU crazy part that. about basketball. Yeah. Fucking matchup. If old girl, and I saw Raven when she, she from Atlanta. Yeah. She, uh, she played at Westlake. Yeah. She ain't had a jumper then. Right. The only reason she ain't got one now because she tore ACL. Right. She ain't had no time to develop. I bet she in the gym right now. Yep. Thousand a day. Yep. Y'all ain't going to do this shit ever again. Never. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all man. ain't going to do this shit to me ever again. Absolutely, man. So so that's... Because she was like number one in her class when mm-hmm. she came out. I remember. I think that we see her play together. Yeah, w- yeah, when we went to go see yeah, Tara. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely, we saw her play. She yep. was cold then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's different, man. Um, but I am excited to see because I've always enjoyed watching women's basketball. I mean, part of the AU program that I grew that I came up in had a very strong girls uh, portion. You know what I mean? Where it was girls going. A lot of them girls uh, was going to um, Hepsible in um, in Augusta and was winning state championships. You know what Charlotte Renata like all you know that whole group 
you know, and then also, you know, taking it back with Snooty and them at Glen Hills, like they had state champ. They, these were state champs. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, Final Fours. You know, consistently. The real so, deal. yeah, the real deal. And they're going off of school. They're playing the Georgia, the Georgia Southerns and all these things. Like they're playing college ball. So it was a different appreciation and respect. I remember, and I told a story on the pod before when we were at um, working Tracy's camp, and we're down in Florida, and Johnny coaching Winter Haven. He's got a girl that he brings in, and it's Tiffany Hayes. You know what I mean? And she come, we used to, we used to, oh, that's all we did all day was hoop. You know, we show up at six in the morning. You know, we set up, get ready for the camp, camp over at about three. We hoop until seven o'clock. Oh, they had the chasers out of the gym. You know I mean? They had the chasers out of the gym. And literally, they only, we, they, we got us out of the gym because we had to go eat. You know what I'm saying? And that yeah. was like, yo, y'all, yo, y'all mamas <laughs> trusted us <laughs> to keep y'all safe and healthy. And y'all asses want to play ball all day. Let's fucking go. But anyway, so seeing, you know, Tiffany, you know, Tip coming through, you know, and playing against, you know, Al, Al's going, you know, he was playing, he was at Savannah State hooping all that shit. And she giving us work, work. I'm talking cold, never seen nothing like it. So I had a different, I always had a different appreciation for the women's game to begin mm-hmm. with. So seeing it get highlighted, put it on the forefront, whether y'all talking about Angel, you know, Caitlin, you know. Angel needs a jumper too. She but does, that's she does. She has the jump. She has, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, you know, it, it's, this is her first time on this stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Playing at this level. You know, next year, they're going to adjust. They got 35, 40 games of film. Mm-hmm. They know now. Yeah. They know who you are now. You ain't just the underdog girl from Maryland no more. You know, Maryland, she was nice in Maryland. Maryland, she was like 16 and 10. Like, she was nice in Maryland. She wasn't a scrub. Nah, nah. She never yeah, been a scrub. She, she never been a scrub. I love the clip when she talking to a girl. Somebody, you ain't like you, that. You ain't cut like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't. You ain't. She ain't not. Like and then somebody says but she not. Yeah. She not. I don't know who the fuck she thinks she is. She ain't cut like that. You know what I mean? So I love seeing that, man. But Be authentically yourself. Oh, man. Always, always, yeah. man. Um, you know, one thing I do want to say, and I thought about this when you were talking about um, your um, diagnosed, being diagnosed with autism, that is actually dope you brought that up because it's Autism Awareness Month. I'm ignorant to that. That's dope. I didn't, I, I just no thought idea. about that. Um, but yeah, yeah it's also, so so that, that that's dope. That's dope. That may be highlighted. You know, Put his uh put the promo together for the pod. Maybe highlight. That's, that's cool. I didn't even know that. I this is all of this stuff is new to me, bro. Yeah. And get the the questions that you get from the the people that you tell that are they're like genuinely interested, but they don't know how to like probe and get information from you, right? And stuff like that. It it it's interesting. How they they treat you now that they know uh, that you that you're full fledged like you're diagnosed now, yeah. and it's they're walking on eggshells. But and this is gonna kind of sound bad, but when I told my friends in the group chat, yeah, they <laughs> they went in on me, son. Yeah, that Forrest Gump shit. They was tears. they were posting Forrest Gump memes, yeah. all kind of. Yo, that Forrest Gump shit had me in tears, dog. When you called me and we was talking, you said them boys called you Forrest Gump. Like I cried and laughed from a good, healthy spot, bro. Like, <laughs> but that I I needed that at the yeah, time. Absolutely, you feel what I'm saying? Be like, yo, don't treat me no different because yeah. if you would have came in here and say you broke your foot, yeah. niggas would have been in here with boot memes, all kind everything. You would have yeah. been getting these jokes. The first day I went to work and had that boot on, I was crip all day long. See what I'm saying? I was crip, but all day. It, it, I don't want you to to be no different because now I'm gonna feel away. Right. If you start talking to me different. Being on walking on eggshells around yeah. me, thinking about what you had to say. No, my nigga, just yeah. when I talk, 
Yeah. Take that into consideration. Yeah. It's like, because a big problem with me and people that like didn't take time to get to know me was I would frustrate them with the way that I talk. Yeah. And how nonchalant and et cetera, things like that it was and how often people would not like me. I never understood it. Now I get it. It's like, yo, what, what did I do to this nigga? Like I just said, so and so and so and so. And you and I connected on that. <laughs> like, we got cool based off. You don't give a fuck. Oh, shit, nigga, me either. And it was funny because, like, with these things, like, it's like, you could say, I don't give a fuck, right? But, and we've, me and you talk about this, but it's it's different to genuinely not, not care. Because yeah. when you genuinely don't care, it bothers you. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, why am I like this? Like, yeah. I should care more about yeah. this. It's, why, why, why am I so indifferent with exactly. this? Exactly. Like, yeah. why did you just said some wild shit to me? Why did that not, mm-hmm. that, that should have hit. I should have felt the way. I knew this was this was the um little more transparency on me. This was the leading things that started getting me to go to therapy, right? Mm-hmm. My grandfather passed mm-hmm. and at his funeral, the whole time leading up to his funeral, I didn't cry. I, I wasn't sad at all. Right. Right? And then um I wanna say a few uh I lost three of my grandparents in the same year. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather, my grandmother, and my other grandfather. Yeah. That entire year, I didn't shed not one tear about it, right? Mm-hmm. But something happened in my life, and I was really, really angry. I cried then. Yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, this is not how this is supposed to work. Yeah. So I went to my therapist. She was, first thing she asked me, it's like, so what are we doing here? Right. And I was like, I'm so tired of being angry all the time. Yeah. But when I'm supposed to be sad... And reflective, I'm not. Right. So that's what started my whole therapy journey. Not yeah. being able to give a fuck when right. I'm supposed to. Right. So yeah. and here we are four, four or five years later. Yeah, absolutely. And, and mine was similar. You know, my path was just, again, and I said before, you know, just I should care about these things and I don't. And I can attach. And, and I told him, my thing is I can detach from anything and anybody at any given time and moment. Mm-hmm. And realizing what it was based in, based in, you know, having expectations and not and them not being met, and then that disappointment, Your whole life. and mm-hmm. that disappointment of damn, numb so, to it now. Exactly. So now it's like you know what? I'm not even going to get excited about these things. I'm Word. not going to allow myself to feel about these things. What I'm going to do is say fuck it. You know what I mean? If it's you know if it's good, great. If yeah. it's not, I didn't think it would be anyway. Exactly. And it's not a pessimistic outlook. It's just not even allowing my like. I, I don't because I say this to people all the time when they talk about certain situations. You're not giving you a, yourself yeah. the opportunity to hope. Exactly. You know, I tell mm-hmm. people all the time. I've never seen a situation where somebody went in and said, um, "This shit's going to go bad." That it went good, but <laughs> I've seen situations where someone said, "This is going to be good." And it went well. Now it may have, you know, said it's going to be good, and it went bad too. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen situations people walk in and off top. You say, "Man, shit ain't going to work," and it worked. Yeah, you know what I mean. You already spoke; it ain't going to work, so it's not. So yeah. I'm at least going, like you said, give myself the opportunity to hope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, so it wasn't that, but it was more so something will go left. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what's next? Yeah, and I think that's the. Uh when it comes to problem solving, uh, a strength of men in general is like, okay, this happened. How do we fix it? What do we right. do? We we don't give our chance to sell, give ourselves the chance to sit in it. It's the it's the it's the logic over emotion, and not saying that. Because lots of times people hear logic and feel like we're saying like women are stupid or, or anything. Oh, it's not no. what we're saying. We're saying that we we think 
logically in a sense of we take the feelings out of it yeah and just okay cool what do we need to do yeah, it's like what do i have to do next because it, like, it's not gonna stop right it's, it's you know it's, and it's it a feeling ain't gonna stop yeah it's like what i gotta do next it's not damn i really hate this like we don't allow ourselves to feel that part of it damn like that's fucked up or blah 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 we take ourselves out of that it's like what do i gotta do i remember my grandma passed um you know my mom I remember i was hooping the jinx my mom's called me and she said, you know, like, it ain't looking good. Mm-hmm. You may want to come out here. So hop on the road to Hinesville, ride out there. And I already knew what time it was. Yeah. Right here in the boys. So I knew by the time I got there, my grandma was going to be gone. Mm. I already knew. So I get there, you know what I mean? And actually, the crazy thing is, it's like, as I'm riding, my phone's ringing. So as my phone's ringing, I already know. And in this, in this particular situation, um, I was the only one of my cousins that was in town. Ah. So my cousins are calling me, hey, just on that cousin shit of, mm. you good? Like, you know, yeah. grandma, just whatever. Like somebody talked to you already. And I'm like, bro, yeah, like I'm pulling up to the yeah. house. Like you're in Atlanta, you're yeah. here, you're there. Like my brother was in Seattle, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, you're, no, I'm here Yeah, with all my aunties. I'm here. So this shit was different. Yeah. Oh, so I like this shit is different because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the midst of it. So even in dealing with that, immediately hearing that she passes one thing. I remember, man, it was so crazy. Cause I walked into the house and I'm walking around and in the, and when I walk into the house, I'm looking for my mom. Like that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's where my head's at. Like, where's my mom? Normally when you come to my grandma's house, she's coming through the side door. I came through the front door at the time, because I shit, I pulled up into the front yard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I came through like the front door and you come to like the living room, right? So I made a beeline to a bedroom. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting, but she was still in there. Oh. Like she was still in the bed and my aunts were in there. And the caretaker that had been with her, so all they just in there just bawling. Right. All oh, of them in there bawling. Heavy. So I walked in, I'm like, yo, oh my God. So I walked in, hug all them, but again. I'm looking for my mom, right? So even in seeing that, you see it, it's like, oh, shit. But again, it's that logic of, like, what do I need to do? And I knew in my mind what I yeah. needed to do in that moment was find her. Yeah, so you I find for your mom. Exactly. As soon as I find her, like, she break down, fall into my, you know, so it's the whole thing, right? And then and only then, like, after, even, like, in that moment, right, I'm confident in her. It's not until after who showed up. For me to kind of pass, you know, kind of take over for me, it was only it was only after I walked out the door that I really felt it in the mm. hit, and that's when the tears started falling. But you know, it played it, it not play, but it goes into what we spoke about, like just as a man, like I don't have time to sit, you the know, luxury, I mean? yeah, the yeah. luxury, yeah, that's better, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have the luxury to sit in it and feel it. In that moment, because I have responsibility. In that moment, my responsibility is my mom. I got to deal with her first. You don't fuck like, around and yeah, become reliable, exa- boy. Exactly. And, and again, so we talk about being a man. Like that's the man part of it. Because if I was a kid, if I was a little boy, I'd have broke down mm-hmm. before I even left. Like I'd have been calling somebody, man. You you going out there? I'm gonna ride with you. If, no, I'm hopping in the car. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I ain't calling my pops, seeing where he's at. I'm not doing any of these things. I'm heading straight out there because I know where my focus needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and, and again, because you may have lost your grandma, but your mom lost her mom. Exactly, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and when I when I talk about it, I tell people it made me and my mom a lot closer because it was just something about seeing my mom lose her mom mm-hmm. 
that my mom already was here with me. Yeah. But it put her even higher because it, it places a different value. Yep. Right. It, it, you know what I mean? It's kind of, you know, it, it makes it, uh, it brings it to a reality of no, like, this is what losing your mom looks, looks like. like. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, what it feels like. And you're helping your mom get over that. You know what I mean? It's, it's a process. You know what I mean? So, but again, that those are things. So when women hear it and they talk about, you know, toxic masculinity, you know, it's not that. It's these are duties. Yeah. Like as a man, like this is what I'm expected to do. And this is what I even if I'm not expected to do it, if I if I'd have broke down, um, you know what I mean, just had like a whole moment, nobody would have fought to me in it. Nah, nobody. No. Nobody, nobody would have said the word. Crazy. You know, it's like, well, you know, that's how I took it. One of my cousins was that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I remember hearing my uncle on the phone and telling, "No, like, hey, pull it together. Yeah, like pull yourself together because your mama gonna need you. Mm, exactly. When you get in town, your mama is gonna need you. Yep. You know what I mean? And is so so it was a lot different, man, for us. Yeah. So yeah, man. One thing um, that I ain't done in a while. You being an OG of the podcast. And being around, I ain't say these words a long time, man. Let's get into some music real quick. Oh man, out, man, I love it. We used to kind of do it throughout, you mm. know what I mean? I, I don't know why I said this on here, man, but you know, Spotify sent me an email. Boy, told me I had to cut this, you know, that music shit out. Oh, for real? Yeah, they did. I said, fuck them. <laughs> I'll do it anyway. Apple ain't say shit. <laughs> All my plays come from Apple anyway. Spotify uh, could take it. Yeah, yeah Spotify yeah, could go and get Fuck them, kiss my ass. So oh. let you look for yours, man. I'm playing mine, man, first. I'm a. I stumbled across this shit, man. I, you know, I had no idea who this artist was or what he was about, but I stumbled on this one and I really fuck with it, man. So I'm going to go to uh, J.K. Mack, man. No love. Hmm. Yeah. That's for all the motherfuckers who got told they wouldn't be shit. Nigga told they wouldn't own shit. And they up now, had their own motion, had their own way. J.K. Mack, man. No love. That should be, I mean, when you get in the club, though. Oh, no, for sure. Get outside with that. Mm, not sure. You heard Oh, it? yeah. When they stand, when the, when the, when the table of the girlies stand up, man. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. Yeah. I said club like I be in there. I'm talking about, like, brunches and shit, though. Yeah. Yeah. This summer. Ugh. You gonna be outside? I'm putting my head out. I'm putting um, the water a little bit. <laughs> I'm putting the water. Get off. Uh, you ready for mine? Yes, sir. Uh, Free Nationals featuring Anderson Pop Gidget. Sneaking in, 
Sheesh. Yes, sir, man. I had that. That's a, I had that in my my Serato. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get that one on though, man. That's my cut. I yes, fuck sir. with Pac. That's my dog. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, man, that was episode uh Damn, I think that's episode 105. Mm. 105 of your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Sheesh. It's been a minute. You've been putting in that grind, boy. Yeah, man, work, man. The work don't stop. Yeah, that's a you know fact. I mean? Work ain't gonna stop. I can promise you that, man. They'll bury me for the shit here stop. So, man, that being said, man, episode 105, favorite podcast, favorite podcast, man. Gotta thank my guy Locke. Always. Coming back home, man. It's always a blessing, man. Always a good combo having you in. Um, so once again, man, appreciate everybody. First time, last time, whatever times always love on this side. You already know. Fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. R.I.P. Uncle Jerome. Look at your auntie. <laughs> you already know, man. So that being said, until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Already. It's the Untitled Podcast. Detective busy, no protection is risky. Desensitized, I vandalized pain, covered up and camouflage. Get used to hearing arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hit the yard, that's culture 23 hour lockdown, then somebody called Said your little nephew was shot down, the culture's involved I done seen niggas do 17 Hit the halfway house, get out and get his brains Blown out, looking to buy some weed Car washes played out, new GoFundMe accounts to proceed, a brand new victim A shadow those dreams, the culture Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it.